Tenali Bali. It's time for a story. A time where we can journey to many places and meet different faces. Samosas and Tea by Catherine Graham. Are you ready to go? Called my father from the front door. Every Saturday morning, Papa took me with him to his big material shop in Gray Street. When most people were still curled up in bed, we were getting ready to go to work. People came from miles around to Papa's shop looking for material. Some wanted material for saris and others wanted shwe skirts. Brides-to-be wanted material for their wedding dresses. Rolls and rolls of material in every color were piled up high right to the ceiling. Under the glass-topped cabinets next to them, you could see neat rows of lace and ribbon and buttons. Papa's shop was always full of customers. There were lots of people who worked for Papa, but Sibongile was my favorite. She didn't measure or cut the material. She worked on the till. She gave customers their change. When I was at the shop, I helped her. I folded up the material that the customers had bought and put it in gray plastic bags. At 11 o'clock, the three of us would take a tea break. Sibongile would make Papa tea the way he liked it, with milk and two teaspoons of sugar. She made the same for me, only not as hot. Sibongile liked rooibos tea. Then I opened the lunchbox filled with mars, samosas, and we helped ourselves. Papa would dip one in his tea. The taste of curried mince, crispy pastry and sweet tea was delicious, he said. Then we would go back to work until two o'clock when the shop closed for the day. One Saturday, we were getting out of the car in front of the shop when I heard a loud noise behind us. A flock of pigeons took to the air. I turned around to see a taxi zigzagging across the road. The driver was hooting and waving his arm. Papa! But it was too late. The taxi crashed into the pavement, hitting Papa's leg with a thump. He banged his head against a lamppost. Sibongile came running up to us. The driver jumped out of his taxi and Sibongile shouted at him. What happened? He explained that his brakes had failed and that was why his taxi wasn't able to stop. He said he was very sorry about the accident. Papa sat on the pavement. His head was bleeding. I tried hard not to cry. Take the key, Sibongile, Papa whispered. You have to run the shop yourself today. You come with me, my child. I think I need to go to the hospital. We left our car behind and the taxi driver gave us a lift to the hospital. It was jam-packed with people. People in wheelchairs, people being moved around on beds, people walking on crutches. Papa wasn't the only injured one. Sorry, but you'll just have to wait a bit. A nurse said. 
Sit here on the bench, please. There was a long queue of people on the bench. Papa said his head was very sore. But then he looked at all the sick children waiting to see the doctor. He fished inside his pockets and found some scraps of paper. Working quickly, his fingers folded the paper into different shapes. A group of small children formed around us. Yes. Papa nodded. <laughs> Boys! Again, Papa nodded. His fingers kept working. When all his paper shapes were ready, he told the story of little Babaji, who got lost in the forest wearing his best clothes and how he treated the tigers to save his life. I had heard the story many times before, but the other children didn't know it. And they loved it. When the tigers turned into ghee at the end, they squealed with joy. Just then, I heard the nurse call. Mr. Singh? I nudged my father. Finally, it was time for him to go see the doctor. The doctor took a good look at Papa's leg. She rubbed it and asked where it hurt. She asked Papa to move it so that she could see if he could still bend it. Then she looked at Papa's head and grunted. Mm, this will need stitches. The doctor cleaned the wound and gave Papa an injection to take away the pain. I watched the doctor sew up the wound just like my grandmother danced the holes in my grandfather's socks. Your leg and head will be fine, she said as she shook hands with Papa and gave him some pills. You just need to rest a lot. Yes, Doctor. When we arrived home, Rajesh and Arushi were very excited to see Papa, but Ma wouldn't let them hug him. He's been in a big accident. Let's get him straight into bed. She propped Papa up in bed with lots of pillows and brought him a pot of tea and a plate of samosas. Papa said he was a very lucky man to still be alive and to be surrounded by all the people he loved the most. After all, it can't be such a bad day. I didn't have to work and I get to have samosas and tea in bed. <laughs> <laughs> and so we come to the end of Nali Bali, told by Sindiwe Magona with Diane Simpson and Leon Fisser, produced by Leon Fenter. Did you know reading and telling stories to children at home can help them become better learners at school? Stories also show children how different characters deal with challenges in everyday life. If you would like more stories to read to children, or for your children to enjoy on their own, visit www.nalibali.mobi on your cell phone, where you will find stories in various languages for free. You'll also find tips for reading and sharing stories with children to grow their potential. Look out for the Nali Bali newspaper supplement with great stories and activities available in major newspapers. You can also find Nali Bali on Facebook. Story power. Bring it home. Nali.